Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Pick at night, sports machine, Chris Uno, Sarah, one more hour on your radio, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and all of the world on the Odyssey app. I think that everybody listening would agree that the Chiefs have proven to us at this point that they are back in the Super Bowl conversation, probably going to win the division for the sixth year in a row, especially the fact that they've got the next one, two, three games, two out of three at home all against division opponents, a chance to kind of put everybody in the rearview mirror. And everybody has the same record except for the Chiefs. So it's one of those things where if the Chiefs are to lose this game, then it's going to be really interesting, exciting, a little bit of a, you don't really know how it's going to end if they lose this game. I mean, let's just call it what it is. That's what the numbers tell us. So right now, Denver's six and five, the Chiefs are six and four. I'm not good at math, but... That means that if Denver seven wins this game, seven and four, the Chiefs are. So if Denver wins this game, then Denver's seven and five, and the Chiefs would be seven and five, and Denver would have at least that game in hand, and then things would get a little bit interesting. Maybe the Chargers would win a game. They already have that game in hand, and then things would be a little bit dicey. My prediction is this. The division beats up on itself a little bit. The Chiefs have, I want to say, five games left in division. Their next three. I think they win them all. And I think that we're going to look back two weeks from now, a month from now, maybe even by the end of the season, the Chiefs are resting their players, depending on what the rest of the playoff picture at large looks like, kind of like they did last year. All that being said, it does feel like the reason that the Chiefs, maybe our confidence level has come back around a little bit, isn't why we thought it was going to be. It's not on the offensive side of the ball. In my opinion, it's more about this Chiefs defense. And I think we're going to learn a lot coming up on Sunday night because if you look at the defense on the other side of the field, statistically, very similar. Offensively, nothing in common. I don't care if it's Teddy Bridgewater who's going out there. I don't care if it's Drew Locke they're putting out there. I don't care if the reincarnated version of John Elway that they're putting out there. 
He's not dead. Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's not dead, but I don't like the guy. <laughs> you made it seem like he was the late John L. I didn't say rest in peace. I just said you reincarnated. S- you said reincarnated. That means he was dead. Is that the only way you can be reincarnated? Yes. If you were once dead? You have to be dead to be reincarnated. My apologies, Mr. Elway. I don't want you dead. I don't want anything bad to happen to you, but I wasn't your biggest fan. My point is this. Offensively, the Chiefs could go, should go out there and put up a huge number against this Broncos team. The game's at home. The game's in the division. Andy Reid's numbers are absolutely insane in this type of game. Whether you like his record against the division, 27-3 and in their last 30, whether you like what he does after a bye, they're 19-3, and and the 22 times that he's had that happen, that combines for a record of 46-6. and They beat the Broncos 11 times in a row. The game is at Arrowhead. The Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. I just looked actually a 10.5-point favorite, so it's going up and up. It just feels like all arrows are pointing toward the Kansas City Chiefs getting right at the right time. And a lot of that, I think, is because on the defensive side of the ball, they're coming around. They're not terrible. If you look at the numbers that they put up early on in those games like they did against Cleveland where ultimately they won the game, the defense was atrocious. Then were, there were games where the defense was atrocious that ultimately they lost, like that Tennessee Titans game, particularly in the first half. That was a while ago, right? Like It kind of feels like we're talking about a different team, a different defense at this point. Here's the problem, all right? The last couple of years, in fact... I don't know, Chris, you can help me out. When's the last time that there was a great defensive team in the NFL? When was the last time there was a great defensive team that the reason they went on to win the Super Bowl was because of their defense? Broncos 2015. Fair enough. And and that team, that was the Peyton team, right? Still a hell of a good offense. I mean, Peyton was there. Oh, that was the dead Peyton team. Peyton was a corpse on the field, yeah. Not reincarnated. That was Von Miller. Fair enough. So you, we're talking, you can say if if Peyton Manning were to come back, if Peyton Manning were to come back today, he would be reincarnated because <laughs> he was dead that year. He was. He died right in front of the Chiefs. I remember it. So six years, and I don't remember that there was even a team that you could argue. So that besides that, like we're talking about the Baltimore Ravens back in two thousand, maybe like one of those Giants teams. It just it rarely happens. The reason I bring that up is this: it feels like this year that team might be out there. The team that ends up winning the Super Bowl ultimately might not win because they're the greatest show on turf, because they've got Patrick Mahomes, right? Because they've got this offense that can put up a 40 spot. It kind of feels like a couple of these teams, especially the teams that ultimately the Chiefs could end up facing in the postseason, can beat you because of the other side of the ball. Now, who am I talking about here? Who am I referencing? Baltimore, sort of, a little bit, but not like they could back in the day. New England, very much so. If you look at it closely, this Patriots defense, how many have they won in Chris? Five, six? Six. They've won six straight games. They're on top of the division. They've got a schedule, don't look now, that they're going to be favored probably pretty much every game the rest of the way. they got Buffalo coming up this week, so it should be a tough contest, a separation game. If they win that one, they're going to win the division. Here's how I like to judge teams and all point differential. I don't care what your record is. When you win those games, do you win closer? Do you beat them down? Do you really put a stamp on it? That's why college football judges you on. It doesn't matter if you win 21 to 20. Did you, could you win 71 to 20? Like ultimately that matters on how good you really are. I'm not talking about your record. I'm talking about how good you really are. Your point differential. How bad do you beat down the other team or how bad do you get beat down? When the Royals are bad, don't look at their record. Look at how many runs they're outscored by. You'd be shocked. You're like, what do you mean they're minus 240? No wonder they're 60 games under 500. 
The Patriots right now, when it comes to point differential, are a plus 146. You want me to put some context to that? We think the Patriots and the Chiefs are about as good as each other this year, right? The Chiefs are a plus 130. I'm sorry. Do do we think they're about as good as each other? I do. Okay. The Chiefs are a plus 31. I slipped a one in there. I didn't mean to. The Chiefs point differential this year, they've outscored their opponents 281 to 250, plus 31. They're lucky to be three games over 500 with that. The Patriots, who are four games over 500, have outscored their opponents by 146 points. Dude, that says a lot, though. I mean, that's a huge number. 336 to 190. You're outscoring your opponents by 146 points this year. I mean, look at the other good teams. Look at what Baltimore's done. Baltimore, who's got a better record than New England, has outscored their opponents by 23 points. That's it. The Tennessee Titans, who have the same record as New England, have a point differential of plus 14. That's it. They're 8-4, and four, and they have outscored their opponents through 12 games by 14 points. That tells me something. Again, the Chiefs. They look like they're playing good football, but they've only outscored their opponents by 31 points this year. The Patriots, on the other hand, have outscored their opponents by 146 points. They've got the best defense in the NFL by far. And I think for the first time since Chris is right, 2000 and what was it? 15, 16, whatever the 15, 15 Broncos won the Super Bowl because of that defense. I think there's a chance that a team goes out there like the Patriots and ultimately hoist the Lombardi trophy, not because of, and I like Mac Jones and I like their offense and we know what Bill Belichick can do on that side of the ball, but defensively, that's the team that scares me the most. 913-576-7610. Is there one team? In fact, maybe there's not, but play my game. Who is the one team that scares you the most if the Chiefs are going to get back to a third straight Super Bowl? I think the only teams that we could talk about, Chris, are New England, which to me is the obvious answer. A Bill Belichick coach team that has the best defense that he's ever had, that outscores their opponents by 146 points, that's probably going to host the game? Uh, Yeah, that sucks. They'd be favored in that game, too, in the playoffs. New England, Buffalo, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Tennessee, or somebody else. And if you say somebody else, you're just nuts. Of those teams, who do you want to see the least? We'll talk about it next. To me, it's very obviously New England. The Patriots are back, and it's scary. That's Chris on the Sports Machine, in for Binkley, right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You heard him talk about the BetQL Network. I got my own show coming up on Saturday night, so not this Saturday, starting next Saturday when Dustin Poirier takes on Dubronx Charles Oliveira that night. It's called Tapped Out on the BetQL Network. It'll be from 4 to 6 o'clock, so we're talking fighting that night. You can check it out on the BetQL Network. I got to look pretty for that one. I got to, like, shave up and dress nice because you can actually see me. My girlfriend has to take the dog so they don't bark and all that, and I still rock the flip-flops until they tell me not to, so... Check that out a week from Saturday night on the BetQL Network if you like the uh, fighting like I do. That's Chris on the Sports Machine taking you up until 9 o'clock. So we'll be here for another 45 minutes. Keep those texts rolling in, 913-576-7610.
we were talking about who's the scariest opponent for the Chiefs. I was referring more to the AFC, like on the way to the Super Bowl. Somebody said Tampa Bay. I think everybody knows that. They beat them down the Super Bowl last year. They got Tom Brady. They likely are going to be the number one seed, obviously. And the AFC, though, somebody said the Colts. If the Colts make the playoffs, I agree. They are scary with Jonathan Taylor. They just might not even get in the postseason. And then New England. So people are tending to agree with me. I think that if you start to go through right now, up and down the NFL standings, you're going to come up with, this is not just the, the AFC, Chris, but the NFC also, you're going to come up with a lot of reasons why these teams can't actually win the Super Bowl, opposed to reasons why they can, which is why a team like Buffalo, for example, to me, is still in an unbelievably advantageous position. Most of the time you'd say, well, what are you talking about? They're seven and four. They haven't been playing great football. They're in second place in their own division. Everybody talked about their quarterback was going to win the MVP and they went to the NFC championship game last year. Well, all that is true. Except the good thing for a team like Buffalo is nobody's running away with this thing. Like in years past, if you think about it, most of the time at this point in the season, football fans, me, you, whoever's listening right now would be in agreement. That we'd say, number one, this is the best team in the NFL. And then we'd get into a little bit of an argument when we get to like number two, number three, number four. But most of the time, there's a couple of things that we know in sports this far into the season. We know who the best team is. It's pretty obvious. And we know who the worst team is. The worst team, you could argue there's like three of them out there. They suck. Going to get the number one pick. The best team, Chris, if I ask you right now, whatever the date is today, who's the best team in the NFL? Drum roll, please. It is your answer. In the NFL? Yeah. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Uh, Probably the Packers. The Packers? Okay. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. I looked at most of those power rankings. ESPN has them at the top. Fox has them at the top. Yahoo has them at the top. I mean, going out and getting the kind of win that they did against the Rams is probably going to put you up there. Are, yeah. they, are they a typical number one team this late in the season? Like, is there really in a separation? If yeah, I said, cause like they're usually, there's not always that clear cut one best team in every conference. I mean, maybe you have like one conference that has that, but there's a lot of times where the race is pretty close. But if somebody wanted to argue that the best team, in the NFC right now was the Arizona Cardinals. I think they've got a great argument. Yeah, but if somebody I mean, wanted to argue it's the Tampa Bay the, Buccaneers, they the, got a great the argument. The Cardinals lost to the Packers, though. Yeah. So, you know, like that's a pretty strong argument against them. Now the Bucks and the and the Packers haven't I don't they, they haven't played this year, so that I mean you could argue those two teams. You watched that, that you watched that Packers Cardinals game, right though? Yeah. Like dog, they yeah. should not have lost that game. But they did. So, if, you know. Who, like I, I mean, you you who brought the hell up was that wide but receiver. You, but you just brought up the whole situation with like the Ravens and the Chiefs, and you were like, Oh, but the, the Ravens still won. Well, the Packers still won. So yeah, but that was know. the point that I was trying to make 40 minutes ago. But like my point though is that <laughs> is that at the end of the day, the Packers right now, like the the Cardinals kind of on a slide right now. They've been, they've been they they haven't played their best football lately. I agree with that. The Packers right now, having beaten uh, a team like the Rams, certainly are doing a lot of convincing right now. Okay, so if we're if we're rent- worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole, well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thinking just the NFC teams. I'll go with you. We'll go Packers 1. Who's the second best team? Buccaneers, Cardinals? Put it in a hat? Mm, I wouldn't put Cardinals there. Uh... Then you got to put Bucks. probably Bucks. Okay, Bucks two, Cardinals three. No, I'd put Chiefs three. Just just stay in the NFC for a second. Oh, NFC, uh-huh. yeah, Card- okay. Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. Are there any other teams besides those three that can win the Super Bowl? Rams. You think the Rams can win the Super Bowl? Yeah. You're nuts. Yeah, they absolutely can. I almost swore I was going to say you're nuts. They got a lot of talent. They got a lot of talent. They're yeah. super talented. They're also wildly gotta, overrated. Yeah, they don't well, win a bunch of games. They lose to bad teams. They lose the teams at home. I mean, the, a lot of the the Bucks lost to the, to Washington. There's very different. So you know, <laughs> there's very different teams that are seven and four. Let you me know? tell you about it. Let me tell you about a team that's that's got a good chance to win the Super Bowl at seven and four. They're called the Chiefs. Let me tell you about a team that's seven and four that doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell. They're called the Rams. They're called the Cowboys. Rams have a great defense, and the they have a lot of weapons on their offense. Yeah, I, I think the Rams have a have a chance to come out of the NFC. Sure, yeah. no chance, no chance to win the Super Bowl. No chance. Do the Cowboys? No. Same record, seven and four. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Okay, so we so so and any other teams in the NFC? Cowboys cupcake schedule. So we think right now it's basically four in the NFC that have a chance. Yeah, we're talking Packers, we're talking Bucks, we're talking Cardinals, and I'll go with the Rams for you for now. Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah, so I got, I got four teams right now that I would take. Okay, in the uh, in the NFC. Fair enough, and I'd probably say there's like actually maybe like two. What about in the AFC? How many teams in the AFC do we really think? Have a chance to go to and ultimately I win the Super think Bowl. Two, I think two also. I well, think the, I think the Chiefs and the Bills. Oh, those we, are the only two teams I think are Super Bowl contending teams. Maybe the Ravens, but like Lamar Jackson was that four picks he had on Monday? Or yeah, no. I think I think I'm it's not, I'm I, not told. I think it's three, and I don't think it's the Bills. I don't think the Bills are one of those three. I really don't. I think the Bills are a team that's going to look back a couple of years from now and talk about what could have been. That's why it's so great to be a Chiefs fan and say, even though last year they lost Super Bowl and it sucks, we're never going to have to say, well, they never cashed in. 
because they did it early and they won the Super Bowl and we had the parade and all those things, I think Buffalo's going to look back a few years from now. The Chiefs are going to have a couple of more rings. Maybe Baltimore will have one at that point and go, damn, now we're six, seven years into this whole Josh Allen experiment. And we love Sean Buffalo. McDermott. Yeah, Buffalo. And we just haven't really done much. Maybe even gone to a Super Bowl at that point. I now, mean, Pat's not going to go to everyone in his entire career, but I can't formulate an argument right now, Chris, with six games left that tells you that Buffalo's got a better chance with Josh Allen than Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. If those two teams played, oh, head I don't. I I wouldn't give Buffalo a better chance than the Chiefs. Chiefs but would I would smoke them. I would give Buffalo a better chance than every other team in the AFC besides the Chiefs. No way. A much better chance. No yeah. way. I would. I would absolutely. Do if that. you made me list the teams that are the scariest. That if I woke up on Monday morning and said, yeah, I'm not that surprised that they beat the Chiefs. One New England in the playoffs. If they go on the road to New England, bad weather, Bill Belichick, best defense bad he's ever doesn't had. doesn't matter. The Chiefs play in bad weather all the time. Okay, fair Kansas enough. Kansas City has plenty of bad weather. All right, fair enough. Like, stop everyone. Oh, the Chiefs, bad weather. Did you hear that clip of Patrick Mahomes? I spin this bleep in anything. There's also. He does not care about bad weather. Stop also, talking about bad weather with There's the also bad weather, and then there's, like, going to Buffalo. You ever been to Buffalo in the wintertime? I did one time. I don't know why. My buddy Nick Palamba, his family's from Somers, New York. He goes, hey, man, you want to go to Buffalo with me? This is for spring break. So I decided to go there. It was like middle of March. Two feet of snow on the ground. Place absolutely sucked. I'm good on Buffalo. There's bad weather, then there's Buffalo. Like, I don't care if you're from Kansas City, you're from Minnesota, you're from Wisconsin. Go to Buffalo. They get really bad weather in Minnesota, too. Really bad weather. In Not Buffalo bad. They get really bad It ain't weather. Buffalo bad. It's bad. Nothing's Buffalo bad. I'm telling you. Yeah. Minnesota Chris, there was 26 inches of snow. It was March 18th. All the rest of my friends was in. They get snow in March in Minneapolis, too. Not like that. In Minnesota, yes, they do. They got an outdoor <laughs> baseball stadium. Well, because they're terrible they have a Buffalo, architecture. A baseball team in Buffalo. Terrible architecture. Because the weather sucks but they too get bad. Ter- they get a lot of snow in the in the in the so-called spring months in in Minnesota too. You ever been to Target Field? No, I've never been in Minnesota. It's not bad. I've never been to Minnesota. It's not bad. No, it's all right. Minnesota is actually like Minneapolis is a great sports city. It's just what you're talking about. It gets so damn cold in the wintertime, and it really is. I'm like I was being funny. It really is a different kind of cold up north. Like people that are from Chicago or people that are from. Wisconsin or people that are from like you're talking about like Minnesota. It, it really is a different cold. I don't know if it's the lake. I don't know if it's the wind, but probably cause it's North again. I'm not, I'm not trying to be Gary Lee, Zach or Brian Busby here. I'm just going to take a guess. It's cause it's North. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Nine, one, three, five, seven, six, seven, six, 10. We'll get off the weather. We'll get back into the football on the other side. And Chris and I'll keep yelling at each other for the next half hour right here. Big good night. Six ten sports radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Derek Johnson joins Fesco in the morning, Mondays at 730 on 610 Sports Radio. And we roll along. Chris Unocero, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and all over the world. On the Odyssey app, before we get back into the football, Chris, I think it's pretty obvious of quality of life if we're ranking the AFC West cities. I ain't trying to live in L.A. You ever been to L.A.? I have not. I'm good, yeah. I'm not trying to live in L.A. I mean, I mean, at my current pay scale, no. That's what I'm saying. It's incredibly expensive. Impossible. You'd but be, if I had you're, the... You're a bum. If, you're on if the corner. I had, if I was like lottery rich... 
Yeah, I live in L.A. You pretty much have to be lottery rich. That's a problem. So I'm out on L.A., don't like traffic. Plus, I like being closer to the Midwest just for, like, purposes of I don't want the five-hour flight to the East Coast. So L.A.'s out for quality of life. I'm good. Vacation, I think that L.A. is probably right there behind Las Vegas. I think I could live in Las Vegas. Honestly, do. No, I don't think that I want to live anywhere near the Strip. This place is kind of nasty. I love it, but I also love leaving the Strip. But have you ever ventured off? You ever been to any of those other cities? You ever been like Summerlin, Nevada, or uh, what's the other one, Henderson? It's between Vegas and the Hoover Dam, essentially. Great area, just like Overland Park. Except instead of going to Kansas City, you go to, you know, the Strip. Go to MGM Grand. Go to Caesars. I'm telling you, I could do Las Vegas. But not as good as Kansas City. I think, I think though, it goes one Denver, two Kansas City, three Las Vegas, four Los Angeles. I feel like... Kansas City is a great place. I've lived here most of my life. Went to college at KU. Grew up in Overland Park. Now I live in actual downtown area. I love me some Kansas City. But, bro, I really think I could do Denver. I think I could do the mountains in the background. Boulder, like, 30 minutes away. They got some pretty good rules with the, uh, you know, sticky, yiggy, yiggy, oh, wee. I think I could live in Denver. But here's the good news. We're not talking about quality of life. We're talking about quality of football team. And the Denver Broncos are as average as it gets. You can look at them and say, well, they won their first three games of the year. They're actually kind of capable. You can look at them and say, well, they won their last three or four. They're actually kind of capable. I would say, yeah, but the only team they beat with a winning record this entire year is the Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys would probably get beaten by the Oklahoma State Cowboys right now because they stink. I don't think that Denver is the type of team that comes into Arrowhead with the Chiefs coming off a bye, with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, with essentially everything on the line. I know that it feels like it's all gravy, baby, because the Chiefs have won four games in a row because they're at home the next couple of weeks because they're coming off the bye and it's Thanksgiving season and we're all feeling good. But the truth is, if you look at the standings right now, which I happen to be doing right now, the Chiefs are 7-4. and four, Everybody else is 6-5. and five. They've already played the Chargers, so the Chargers have that game in hand. They beat the Raiders, of course, a couple of weeks ago in Las Vegas. If they lose this game to the Broncos, then you know who's in really good shape to win this division that nobody's been talking about really the entire year? Really for the last, though, I don't know, five years, six years since Peyton Manning was the quarterback? The Broncos will be sitting in the catbird position. So my point is this. As important as this game is to the Chiefs and their feelings and the standings and the seeding and all that stuff, you know who else it's equally as important to? The Broncos. They got everything on the line. If the Broncos go out there and win this game as 10-point underdogs on the road, then all of a sudden, we're talking about same record with the tiebreaker, pretty similar games, uh, I should say schedule the rest of the way, and all of a sudden, we're not talking about, uh-oh, the Chargers, which you were just a couple of weeks ago, or uh-oh, the Raiders, which maybe some fools were at the beginning of the year when the Raiders got out to the hot start that they always do. But if the Chiefs lose this game, it's the Broncos' division to lose, which to me is borderline crazy because I had them dead in the water. Yeah, they won their first three games, but they played Jacksonville, the Jets, and the Giants. The little Giants beat the big Giants. They sink. And then once Denver started playing good teams, they lost. And this is a good team. And this is the type of the game. This is the type of game that if the Chiefs are the team that we're talking them up to beat, because it kind of feels like I've been listening to the station a lot, 
nationally, good morning football all over the place. The people are talking about the Chiefs, Las Vegas. The people are talking about the Chiefs right now the same way people have been talking about the Chiefs the last couple of years, which is they got the best quarterback, they got the best coach. Home field advantage is at some point going to go through Arrowhead. Tyreek's the best. Travis is the best. They got this revamped offensive line. The defense is stepping up. Guys are getting healthy. And I think the best way to judge what a team's most likely to do, look at the odds. What do the odds tell you? Not these shows, not me, not Chris. What do the odds tell you? If you're going to put actual money on it, does it say that anybody has better chance to get back to the Super Bowl from the AFC than the Kansas City Chiefs? Because it did a month ago. It did two weeks ago. In fact, two weeks ago, you could have got the Chargers and the Chiefs as a pick just to win the AFC West. But if you look right now, no surprise, the favorite to win the Super Bowl, around 5-1 to one odds, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, same team at the very beginning of the year. They deserve to be. They've only lost three games. Tom Brady's probably going to win the MVP. Coming off of a Super Bowl win, they've had no sort of a hangover. They basically have had a smooth sailing, pretty close to it, as the Chiefs had last year coming off their Super Bowl win. You can't say the same thing about the Chiefs. It's been rocky road. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. And I'm talking about, hold on, the Zambezi Zinger. You know what I'm talking about? Not just the ups and downs, but that weird-ass beginning where you go in that spiral. How scary was that? You guys remember that? Yo, seriously. Do you remember that? I, I never rode that. Dude, it, it had no seatbelts. It had no seatbelts. And the best part about it was it was the best place ever to pick up a chick because at the beginning, they'd, they'd like literally say, they'd give you the rules. They're like, hey, there's no seatbelts, so keep your arms and legs inside and enjoy the ride. Oh, by the way, are there any single riders? And if you were a single rider, you got to ride with somebody else that was single. And part of the deal, like they would literally tell you this, part of the rules, keep your hands inside. And if you're like the back of the two people, you're supposed to wrap your arms around the other one. So like, I know that it's never happened in 2021, but I'm dead honest with you, dude. They'd be like, are there any single riders? Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Just wrap your arms around this dude or this chick that you just met five seconds ago. Oh, by the way, there's not any seatbelts. Enjoy the ride. And I did every single time. As a matter of fact, I go pay my tributes every time I go back to Worlds of Fun. We were there a couple of weeks ago for the Halloween haunt, which was badass, by the way. They do a great job. And I wandered off for like 15 minutes. Finally, my girlfriend texted me. She's like, yo, where are you at, man? We're ready to go. I was, of course, over in the Africa area paying my tributes. And I'm being dead honest right now. I like I look over where it used to be, that tunnel. They say the tunnel's still there. I don't know if that's true. Why'd you let my ADD kick in like that, Chris? You're supposed to say something before I start talking about I stuff like that. I, I was letting you cook, man. Now that's I'm going to start talking about the rest that's of the roller coasters. And I'll start ranking Look, my I'm favorite rides ex- at Worlds of Fun. I'm not an expert at Worlds of Fun. I've only been there a handful of times, and I haven't been there in like almost 15 years. It's been 15 years since you've been almost. to Worlds of Fun? It's like 13, I think, uh, 08. Yeah. Dude, they've built like 10 different uh, Yeah, I, reti- I retired from roller coasters. Why? Because they weren't fun for me anymore. Well, get back in the game. No, I'm good. My life is fine. No, like, I know, but I it could be better. No. It, yeah, you could improve with roller coasters. I don't think that that would improve my yes, life. It would. It I would. think I'd be perfectly fine. Let me give you a suggestion. Go, not now, it's going to get too cold, but go go to Worlds of Fun and don't ride the Timberwolf because that thing will jerk you around. I like I like the Timberwolf. No, no. I no. liked it. 
Yeah, because you were there 15 years ago. Dog, it's the exact same thing. I'm talking about they haven't painted the cars. The yeah. wheels are squeaky. I mean, it was the like that. It was like that when I rode it back then. There's too. nails coming out. It was like that too. It looked like a. It looked like a, a safety hazard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very much so. Yeah, it was fine. I liked it. No, they got one called the Patriot. That's where it's at these days. I'm the good. Patriot. I'm good on that. Rest in peace to the. Uh, to the Zambezi Zinger, rest in peace to the Orient Express. I mean, my I I'm I'm happy with my roller coaster career, um, and I was able to ride off into the sunset. Pretty comfortable with my accomplishments in the roller coaster field. Literally, or I don't I don't like have you any took regrets. One final ride. I don't have any regrets. <laughs> like I. I my last one was the Timberwolf, and I was like, I'm okay. This is it. You know, yeah, I was, okay. it was like, uh, yeah, I did my, uh, I did my, my farewell tour, the last time I was, I was there riding them, and I was like, you know, what? okay, this is good. I'm a, I'm, I did like Jared Allen did when he uh, put that retirement <laughs> video on Twitter. I rode off into the sunset. So, I, I'm good. You know, I, I have no desire to go get back into the game. Have you gone back to an amusement park since World no, of Fun? No, no. There's nothing there for me. You ever been to Silver Dollar City? No. Place that didn't, that place didn't look fun. No, it's dope. It it's, didn't look fun. No, it is. It's like a mix of Worlds of Fun and Silver Dollar. And, well, uh, then and, I'm good. Uh, Renaissance well, then Fest. I'm good. <laughs> I don't like... Dude, I, I'm not interested in the Ren you Fest. You Harry Potter. You would love it. I'm not interested in the Ren Fest. They've got and a Harry Potter roller coaster. I'm cool. I'm like, I can that, go watch the films. Like right. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, I got fine. the books. I'm, right. I'm perfectly okay with not going to a Renfest or going to an, any other theme park. No, you shouldn't say I'm that. Cool. Renfest is a good time. You've read the Harry Potter books too? Yeah, I oh. read I read all seven. Oh, goodness, dude. They're good, really good books. Oh, my God. I think they were the last novels I read, though. The last like one. now I do audiobooks. I don't I don't read books. Anymore. I was gonna say who still reads? That's so yeah, primitive. I got I got the audible. I'll have somebody read to me. I'll sit there and be lazy while they read to me. Yeah, I, uh... yeah. Those are those are the yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Like may now, may not enjoy it's 2021. Else. We pay people to read books to us. Yeah. The last yeah. book I read was Ender's Game, which was my sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Before that, I read... Uh, to kill a mockingbird, catcher in the rye. If it wasn't required high school reading, I probably didn't do it. I mean, you could catch me reading. I mean, like besides like Harry Potter 
And I used to read the Animorph books. The Besides the Animorph books, they, the they weren't they weren't good. Don't worry, Animorph. Don't worry about it. It's not good. Is that like Choose Your Own Adventure? I used no, to read those. no, no, no. That that was just Goosebumps. Those but I did read a lot of Goosebumps books. I had a little collection going. Well, that's fine. But again, now you're talking about literally at quarter century. Ago. But I was like back in. No, I was like quarters. It's like 15 years ago. Yeah, Goosebumps are great. Yeah. They're great. Okay. But, like, that was it. That was it. Like come after, to a consensus. I, I retired from, like, physically reading books. Did you read, um, what was the other required reading that we had? Did you read um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Or I think it's a book called Charlie and the Chocolate Charlie Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Did you read we that? Did, we did not read you that. You didn't read that? We read. Tell me you read The Kill a Mockingbird. We read that. Yeah. We read. Uh, Catcher in the Rye. We did not. We read Great Expectations, a terrible book. Oh, oh, oh. What's the oh, one where the, all the kids are on the island? Uh, Lord the, of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. We didn't read that. What? No. Yeah, you did. No, we did. Are you sure? I I know. I was there. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to though. Uh, no, we don't. Every every high school you have to. No, you don't. Did you read The Natural? No. We read To Kill a Mockingbird. We read Frankenstein. Frankenstein. We great expectations. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, a great, terrible book. I don't even know. Frankenstein's great. so boring, and all that old English. Nah, terrible. Uh, we read Thief. Um, did you have to watch Romeo and Juliet? No. I am infamous for my freshman year. There was a substitute teacher, and they were playing the Romeo and Juliet movie. The and one with, like, DiCaprio? Yeah, yeah. yeah and there's a scene. Movie. Well, there's a, there's, there's a Janet Jackson scene. There's a nipple scene. And I remember this, like, the VCR days, like, 19, like, 99 or something. And I got up, and in the middle, because there was a substitute teacher, so, like, you know, I felt ballsy. And I got up during the nipple scene, and I paused it. And I was like a hero. And then I went to the principal's office. But you know, I used to. I like a good nipple. What can I say? My uh, my grandma had the Titanic, uh, VHS. Yeah, the movie sucked. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, but I we would me and my brother would uh, we would re- rewind the scene where the guy bounces off the propeller when the when the boat is like upright. So you were like, rewinding for death. Yo, I would yeah. only rewind for nipple. Oh yeah, I mean, I've seen plenty of stuff with that. But <laughs> but I there's much better sources for that. Much there wasn't better. back then. There's so much better sources for that. Chris, that. Back then, the but, only source was going downstairs and finding your box of dad's penthouse forums. As I'm there saying, there's so the many internet. better sources for that. There's not www.showmewhatiwant.com. But, but but we would watch. Uh, I would, you know, she had the Titanic VHS and the guy, the the scene where the boat is like standing up. And the dude bounces off the propeller. And it <laughs> sounds like about? it sounds like pinball. It's hilarious. Yeah, no, I you was know, I'm only, like yeah. I was like 12 years old, and I just kept rewinding it and playing it because it's one of the funniest things. It was the, it wasn't even the guy hitting it. It was the sound effect that it made when he hit it. I was like, oh my god, that is hilarious. See, like, you like death. I like flesh. I was known to even pause. Like my grandparents had the cable, like the the like half might have been stolen. I don't know, but you know the wavy channels back in the day. And then every now and again, you'd sit there, and if you sat there long enough, you'd see like a you know a nipple. I would do that too. You couldn't see that. Every now and we again, didn't, we didn't. We didn't have cable. Every like now and again, you could, and that was glorious. Okay. <laughs> nine one three five seven six seven six ten. It's Bink at night. That's Chris Unocero. <laughs> Get him a gift card. I'm the Sports Machine, Sean the Mean. I appreciate up. it. We'll put a bow on this thing right here on six ten Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs six ten Sports Radio. You're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Happy Hanukkah. Smoke your marijuana cud and drink your gin and tonic cud and do all that stuff. I'm the sports machine, John Levine. That's Chris Unocero. We're putting a bow on this thing. We're getting out of here after this. 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. 
Somebody said the Zambezi Zinger still exists down in Columbia. Not Columbia, Missouri. Columbia, South America, Columbia. Um, yeah, I'm good. Like, it was dangerous when I wrote it years and years ago. You know what ride I actually missed the very most at Worlds of Fun? It's not the Orient. It's not the Zambezi Zinger. It's not the Python Plunge. It's the, uh, remember those white trams? Because the parking lot's big. And you're in the back of that parking lot and those white trams would pick you up and that's when the fun really began. I, I don't recall that. Oh, it was great. Now you got to walk. It sucks. Yeah, we we always had to walk. Oh, no, the trams were the truth. Let's go out to the phone lines. Dan's in KCK. And now Dan's on Bink at Night. What's up, Dan? Hey, good evening. Good evening, Sean. How you doing? What's up, man? I'm right out of Christmas Doghouse. I know. I, I didn't want to be, you know, on Christmas Doghouse. <laughs> I didn't even know it was on Christmas Doghouse. You know, I was pulling for the sons to beat Denver. And, uh-huh. You know, I'm glad I'm out of there. So I'm very gracious. I think the Chiefs will win by two touchdowns. What do you think, Sean? Do you think two touchdowns is enough? Let me tell you this real quick, Dan. First of all, happy holidays. Chris and I were ranking our what we believe to be the most loyal 610 listeners. Do we have Dan at the very top? Was Dan number one Dan, or number two? I mean, he's he would be number one he's in, my, number, in my power So rankings. congratulations, Dan. You right now are the top ranked It seems like listener. every time I'm on the air, he calls in. Definitely. So. Yeah, Dan's chilling. Dan's listening. Dan's calling. Dan's, calling. Dan's, Dan's texting. We appreciate you, Dan. 913-576-7610. Now, now that he's not throwing shade at the Suns anymore, he's number one in my power rankings. Well, it's not his fault. You have the most random. Like you. So you're an NBA fan of the Suns. Yeah. You're a college sports t- fan of Florida. And yeah. you're a kid living oh, in Kansas City. Only college football. I don't care about college basketball. Fair enough. Um. But yeah, I'm a Suns fan. I'm a Florida football fan. And then Chiefs How's Royals. How's that going? Chiefs Royals and then Sporting Kansas City and okay. Real Madrid. All right. Yeah. All over the place. Um, To answer Dan's question, I do think that the Chiefs are going to win this game and win this game handily. Chris gave us the line earlier. It started off like nine and a half, been bet all the way up to ten and a half. It just kind of feels like all arrows are pointing toward the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's not even like all these outside things that I keep talking about. Those are just ancillary points, like the fact that the Chiefs are 27 and three in the division. So it's tough to make an argument that when they're playing a division opponent to take the other team because they've won 27 out of their last 30. That's all you need to know. Same thing if I just told you that Andy Reid after a bye has won 19 out of 22 games or seven out of eight since he's been here in Kansas City. If I just told you those numbers, you don't need to know the opponent or where the game's at or any of those things. If I told you on top of that the game's at Arrowhead, and then I told you that the opponent is the Broncos, a team the Chiefs have beat last time, and the time before that, 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 I'm going to keep going, and the time before that, 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 and time before that. They beat him 11 straight times. So there's no reason that the Broncos should win this football game. All that being said, it's the NFL. I get it. And this Chiefs team has proven to us this year that at times when we think that they're going to go out there and win a football game, the game's either close or, in the case of, say, the Titans game, they go out there and lose. I think that all that is in the rearview mirror. I feel like this Chiefs team has finally gotten to the point where we thought they were going to be. At the beginning of the year, Chiefs fan right now listening on the Odyssey.com app or driving around Kansas City, if I just would have asked you, if I said, all right, don't forget they added another game this year, so you got 17 games, ultimately, what do you think the Chiefs record is going to be? I think most people would say, well, they're probably going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. I mean, when you win the Super Bowl, when you win every regular season game the next year, except for the Raiders game, and then when you rest all your players, you get back this Super Bowl, and then you get your ass kicked in the fashion you do, that can take some wind out of the sails. That might take a little while to build it back up. Let me give you a different analogy. Somebody asked you to climb a mountain, right? A big-ass mountain. 
And you're like, all right, fine, I'll get in shape and I'll climb the mountain. And you do it and you get to the top and you look down and you're like, that was awesome. I like the view. But then if they ask you to do it again, you're probably not quite as eager. And it felt like the Chiefs really got to that mountaintop a couple of years in a row, but then just got knocked off in the Super Bowl by Tampa Bay. So my whole point with all these analogies are I'm not that surprised that they stumbled out the gates. I'm also not that surprised that right now they're once again the team to beat and they haven't even played their best football or close to it. If you look at the last month, Chris, when they've won all their games, have any of them gone, have any of them convinced you to the point where you went in any of these individual wins, 19-9 versus Dallas, 41-14 at Vegas, 13-7 against Green Bay with their backup, and 20-17 against New York at the crib. I think that it took all of those games, winning four in a row, for me to say, all right, finally, this is the team that I expected. They're 7-4. and four. They've got the bye. I take a peek at the schedule. I could easily see them winning out. That would make them 13-4. and four which if you would have backed this thing up to the beginning of the year and made me give you a prediction, that's what I would have told you. I would have said they're going to go 13-4. and four. So they're not going to get there the way that I thought. I think they win the rest of their games. It looks pretty good on paper. They're playing good. They got a lot of division games, which is good. They got a lot of home games, which is good. I think, Chris, this thing's going to end up right where we thought it was going to, just not quite that way. I mean, I was convinced after the Raiders game. Um that was when I was like, okay, because I, you know, I was on the air before that game, like, you know, and I was, I remember saying, like, you know, if they shorten their offense up, their passing offense up, everything will be fine. And they did that exact thing. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, well, you know, see what happens when you just take what the defense gives you when they give you so much. And, and, you know, then in the, in the Dallas game, they started trying to get back and start sneaking those intermediate throws, deep throws into the game. And, and that's the reason. Why. And, you know, that combined with Bucker missing three kicks uh, prevented them from scoring as many points as we'd like them to see. But, like, let's – if Bucker makes those three kicks, it's 26-9, and no one's complaining about the final score. It's the defense. Uh, I mean, if you look at the defense in this four-game winning streak, they give up 17 to the Giants, 7 to Green Bay, 14 yeah, to Vegas, and, and 9 against and, Dallas. And you hold you hold Dallas out of the end zone. Uh, you know, people try to say injuries, but CeeDee Glam played in the first half. Zeke Elliott was there the entire game. They still didn't score a touchdown. So, you know, you, you know, for a team that has struggled to stop the run – Zeke Elliott not doing anything in that game tells you that maybe they are better against the run than they were earlier in the year. Oh, they definitely are. I just not feel, maybe they definitely are. I just feel like this defense went from being awful to being okay, which is all they need them to be. They're okay. I mean, right they're now. playing great right now. But, but so overall, you can't. But overall, they're not a great defense. But like right they're now, okay. they're right now they're playing great. They are. So, but like, don't fool yourself. They could, they're not a great defense. They could they're very. Okay. You, you don't know that. They're we'll see. But, like, my, my big thing is that this Chiefs team, I, I feel like the problem that people have is that they want – we're so used to recency governing how teams play in the NFL that it's hard for us to look at a team like the Chiefs and be like, okay, well, they recency doesn't really matter with them. We're so like, we're, you know, like you're, you with the Patriots. Like, you're caught up in the recency aspect yeah. of it. But it's like, you know – did you think that a month and a half ago? No, you didn't. No. So it's like that's my that's my thing about the Chiefs is like a lot of people are letting the recency aspect affect how they view this team. But 
I don't feel like teams are looking at the Chiefs that way because you see Tyreek, you see uh, Travis, you see Mahomes, and you see that they're coached by Andy Reid, and it's like, oh, well, that's still a great lineup on your offensive end. And they're like, we got to respect that. That's great. And so we're not going to take any chances with them. More importantly than the opponent, what does Vegas think? Like, as far as their actual chances? Yeah, I mean, Vegas isn't playing the games. They're not playing the games, but but they're the ones who take your money. But the teams are the ones, like, the way that they play the Chiefs is still in a way where they – they still vastly respect and fear them. Three weeks ago, I got it right here in front of me. You know what better odds to win the Super Bowl in the AFC alone than the Chiefs? I mean, Buffalo, for sure. Buffalo? Baltimore, probably. Baltimore. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. That was three weeks ago, dude. You know how many teams right now have a better chance, according none. to Las Vegas? None. None. But, like, none. It, again, like that's that's what I'm talking about as it pertains to, like, recency aspect. It's like, we get caught up in that recency part of... Uh, of the call game. Call what you want, man. Call it recency. Call it Steve. Call it right, because that's what it is. It's right. The Chiefs should be the favorites at this point. Yeah, but my, my point, though, is that so many people let themselves fall off the bandwagon because of it. I was that guy. And now the Chiefs are back in it. I was that guy. And it's like, well, maybe you should have just been like, eh, maybe let me let this play out a little bit more. Maybe two months or a month and a half into the season isn't a good enough sample size to see that this team's kind of getting in their own way as opposed to losing because they're not as good as their opponents. I feel like a lot of people wanted to jump on the bandwagon and say the Chiefs are done because they're so used to doing it instead of realizing and we make this mistake with the Patriots all the time. Nobody jumped off. They, the, nobody, yeah, yes, they nobody did. Nobody jumped yes, off. Yes, they, they, they worked did. their way to yes, the back. They nobody did. jumped no, off the damn jumped, bandwagon. People jumped off the bandwagon. Nobody jumped off. Tons of they people. moved toward the there back. There was a fire Andy Reid uh, campaign. There was three people. There was not oh, three Vince people. Patrick Mahomes, was, there were four people. It was all over Twitter. There was a ton of people that were Twitter pushing for real. it. No. It's real. It exists and people very much felt this way and now those people are starting to feel like realize that they were wrong for letting the recency of those losses affect how they view the team overall there was a three-week stretch when they lost 38 to 20 to buffalo and then they beat washington which doesn't tell you much and then got stomped curb stomped by tennessee 27-3 it was like okay maybe this team is going to struggle to make the playoffs but over the last month if you were one of those people and i'm including myself in that group you kind of look like a fool, right? Yeah, I, I, I certainly was, and I was still talking about them being the best in the AFC yeah, <laughs> after they lost to the well, Titans. Good for you. You like gift cards. <laughs> I do. I'm giving you cash. I'm I'd appreciate it. If somebody give me a gift card. <laughs> That's Chris Uno, Sarah. Great job as always, my friend. Thanks for listening. If you chimed in on the conversation or texted, I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Bink back in his normal spot. Bink at night, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.